This is Our People and Mother Earth on KWSO. Our guest is Gilbert Brown, a member of the Modoc, Klamath, Paiute, and Warm Springs tribes. Among other things, Gilbert is a native comedian. And something else, you know, when I first started, it's just, it was crazy because uh, my sister died like uh, a couple weeks before I started. And uh, a friend of mine wanted me to go out because she said, uh, let's go to uh, a comedy club and check it out. It's okay. Walked in there and it was open mic. She goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I signed you up. I'm like, oh, man. So the guy says, you had done this before? And I was like, no, this is my first time. And he says, well, you got three minutes. Three minutes, huh? And, uh, okay. And, man, that was the longest three minutes of my life, you know, and your first time doing it. All these other comics went up before me, and they, I mean, nobody laughed. So that added pressure. So Rowdy Piper's there. So I started raising cane with him. I said, ah, it'll flop you around right now. But he said, maybe a few years ago, but not now. <laughs> he says, my back can't handle it. I actually did pretty good because I made a lot of people laugh in there. And uh, their head uh, waitress, she comes up to me, you're funny. And I said, that's what I heard, and I said, I've done this all my life, but this is my first time at an open mic, you know. And the owner comes up to me, and he liked the joke I did about uh, Viagra. I took a Viagra, and it got caught in my throat, and as you can see, that swelling still hasn't gone down. It's embarrassing. My tongue gets hard, and, you know, I'm just... So the rest was history. He kept coming back, and then... Mark, Mark Yaffe, who was in charge of uh, the Powwow Comedy Jam, seen me in there, and he's like, hey, you're native. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he says, well, can you come up with 15 minutes? We'll be back, and I'll take you to Seattle to the Comedy Underground. All right. And again, man, it's packed house. And uh, Elaine Miles went up before me. And I was kind of sweating bullets because, you know, there's Elaine. But that's another whole nother story, Elaine. <laughs> and uh, she did pretty good. In my 15 minutes, I had a great response, so I kind of liked it. And then Powwow, they kind of broke up, so I kept working with each of them. J.R. Redwater, and he's got the Chiefs of Comedy, and... Marquis, uh, kind of independent. And then Jim and I, Jim Rule, we have our group called Another Indian Uprising. Uh, we do all right. You'll usually find him around the Pacific Northwest, but he wanders around performing as the naughty res dog. Comedy's taking me places. You know, I've hit a rock bottom, the Grand Canyon. Uh, we did a show there for the Havasupais. I've been back to Minnesota four times. Colleges, you know, UW and U of O and Colorado State, Stanford, did comedy for all in those places. Uh, I've been in uh, all these casinos, and Wild Horse, Tulalip, and Muckleshoot. And then I went to Reno, but that was in the brothels, so that don't count. You know, I've always always loved comedy because, you know, watching comedy growing up and 
watching Carol Burnett and their stuff and Richard Pryor. Eddie Murphy, when I was in high school, was a big thing, and I would emulate him and do his voices, and I use them as pickup lines now. Yeah, I've worked with uh, some great people, comics, you know. Met, you know, I've met Wes Studi, and I've met Wind in His Hair from Dances with Wolves, that guy. I've met uh, a guy that played for, he's the chief of the Northern Pomo over there in uh, Twin Pines Casino. He got played for the Saints as a nose tackle. Made me look tiny. I thought, man, he's uh, there at Niga National Indian Gaming. So, yeah, I've met a, f- a few people and made friends and throw places. In addition to his comedy shows and travels, Gilbert does have a regular job, too. I'm a carpenter for the city of Portland. Well, I, I'm soon to be retired from that after 30 years. And that's kind of cool. I didn't think I'd last 30 days, but what the heck? I stuck it out, went through the apprenticeship, and here I am. I can fix a guardrail. I know I can do that. That's about it. He shares what it's like traveling around doing comedy shows. You lose your sleep, a lot of sleep, traveling, road miles, road dog, you know, or uh, driving to these gigs or this depends. They pay you mileage and then sometimes, (laughs) yeah, you got to add that in your contract. If you're flying, they pay for your flight. It seems like uh, after you're all done in your expenses, yeah, you get about a $10 check. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. I like the challenge of making people laugh. You know, uh, I think humor is, uh, as they say, I hate to sound cliche, that uh, it's the best medicine, you know, and I think it is. I've... Uh, made people laugh from crying. I've had people come up to me afterwards. Uh, this, we're in South Dakota, and this girl comes up, and she's kind of wiping her tears. And oh, man, what did I say? And then she goes, uh, my dad died a couple of days ago, and he bought tickets because he's he seen your comedy. She says, he's one of us. He's a resident, and he's not. Because I knew what a, a res dog was, I guess. And, but she comes up and he, he really liked your comedy. I do too. And I said, oh, man. So I uh, I had to say something because she kind of made me well up a little bit. And so I said, well, you're not having dad issues right now. She goes, no, no. And she started laughing again. And so I said, well, that's good. I'm, I'm not a good dad. But it's stuff like that. and I've had elders come up to me. One elder come up to this lady. We were at a conference in Florence, Oregon, at the Three Rivers Casino. <laughs> she come up. And, ah, you're so funny. I lost my teeth three times. I'm like, oh, compliments, all right? And then she goes, I got to go upstairs now. I said, okay, see ya. And she yeah. I kind of lost my grip, and I got to go change. <laughs> like, oh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, it's crazy stories like that. You know, make it all worth it.
Here he is with a few minutes of his comedy for all ages. So I I tell people, you know, they call me the naughty res dog. In white man's terms, that just means I'm a mutt because I'm Klamath, Modoc, Yahooskin, and Warm Springs, and Paiute. Well, <laughs> none of those tribes got along, but for one night in a horse trailer at a rodeo. And I hope I don't have to explain after that, but because now I have a lot of inner conflict. <laughs> yeah. And then I talk about my weight, you know, I am not what you call a thin man. I tried to diet. I ate. I went on the wheat thins and thin mints and all those diets, and they didn't work. So I tried. You know, I tried working out. Got on the treadmill. Never seen a treadmill stop before. Before it's time. And got on the floor and tried to do some sit-ups and. All I got was a thicker neck. Push-ups, I rolled over, and my grandkids seen me on the ground like that, and they used me for a teeter-totter. Got on my hand, get off of me. Man, yeah. Last time I was in Madras, I did a fundraiser, and these gals were walking by, and I said, oh my goodness, this caused an Indian uprising. I said, don't worry, though, it's just by four skins. And then another lady walked by with a pan of cinnamon rolls. And I told her the same thing. I said, I've never had another Indian uprising twice in one hour. And she looked at me like I was crazy. I said, don't worry, babe, it wasn't you. It was the cinnamon rolls. Learn more about his work online at anotherindianuprising.com. Thank you for listening to Our People and Mother Earth. I'm Liz Smith for 91.9 FM, KWSO.